What's up, everyone? I'm Ruthina Porterfield, God's favorite, and I want you to get to know him. This is the Meet My God podcast. Today, we're meeting God in Genesis 1. So when I was younger, I must have read the creation story about a thousand times, and it's pretty easy for a child to understand. On day one, God created this. On day two, God created that. And I remember being a young girl having more questions than that. I wanted to understand how we got here. How did everything get here? And so I decided to ask my mama, We're riding in the car. I can't be more than seven years old. And it's a dark, dark night. And I'm looking out the window and out of nowhere, I just say, Mama, if God created us and everything, then who created God? And her response was simply, no one. He just is. He always was. And according to the very first book of the Bible, the very first verse of the very first book, even the very first words, my mother was right because it simply says, in the beginning, God. And I get it. That may not satisfy everyone, but the reality is oftentimes, well, sometimes to very difficult questions, the answer is actual simplicity. Anyways, so God creates the heaven and earth and there is nothing. The heaven and earth there, it's just empty. It's dark. There's nothing to it. It has no form, but there is water because it actually says that God was kind of hovering over the water, which is interesting because It says the earth was empty. It didn't have any form and water is fluid. And we know that liquid takes the form of whatever it is in. So I'm curious as to the relationship there. Anyways, God wasn't pleased with the darkness. So the very first day he says, let there be light. And I find it very interesting. I think it's important to notice that God didn't end the darkness. He didn't take away the darkness. He simply separated the two and gave them names. Light, day, dark, night. So we have two opposites created and each opposite is given names. They are allowed to exist. There's significance there. And that is the first day. So on day two and day three, God starts filling the earth with stuff because originally it was empty. So all we have now is that it's not dark anymore, but it's still empty. So God's like, okay, let's start filling it with stuff, with beauty. Because on day two, God creates the sky and the horizon. Probably one of the most beautiful things in creation. And then on day three, God really got busy because he started creating the plants and trees and fruit and vegetation and the land and the sea. He got busy. 
super busy. So now the earth has all this stuff. And on day four, God says, you know what? We got to bring some order to this. And so he creates three significant pieces of creation to bring order. He creates the sun, the moon, and the stars. And here's something I did not notice until I got older. In verse 14, God tells us exactly why he created the sun, the moon, and the stars. Very important. I had no idea. Think about it. In day two, excuse me, day one, God actually created the light. So sun wasn't there for light. Verse 14 tells us what the sun was there for, along with the moon and the stars. They were created to help us tell time. How cool. He actually says in verse 14, this is going to help us understand days and seasons and years. He actually created that with us in mind. So on day five and day six, he decides to bring life into this world. So clearly he says, okay, you have everything you need. You have fruit and vegetation and the land is created. So you're not going to go walking off into the water. It's very clear. This is here for you to live. So now he starts creating the inhabitants of the earth. On day five, he creates the fish and the birds. So now the ocean has inhabitants. And the sky has inhabitants. The two pieces of creation that were the first, he creates stuff to live there. Then on day six, he got happy. (laughs) Because on day six, he creates all of the animals, all of the beasts, and all of the things that crawl on the earth. So the ancestors of the annoying roaches and ants and spiders, ew, He created them. And then finally, he decides to create us. But here's the cool thing. Up until this point, he's just saying, let there be, let there be, let there be. And you guys, there was. But for us, for humans, for us, he decided to create us with his own hands. He used the creation that was already here that he does, that he actually placed and formed. He used that creation to form us with his loving hands. And then to top it off, he blesses us. He blesses the life that he's created. And then after that, he gives us our marching orders. Not only that, he tells us Everything here that I've created, all this stuff that some of it, which I use to create you, everything I've placed here, I created to provide for you. I created for your enjoyment. I created for your satisfaction. All of these things that I said, let there be, I had you in mind. He had us in mind from the beginning. How awesome is that? And then he goes and he tells us to be fruitful, multiply, and be blessed. And after all of this, after all of his provision, after all of his creation, he says, this is very good. For the next few days, we're going to read passages that help us to appreciate the goodness 
of his creation. I hope you join me. Thank you for listening to the Meet My God podcast, but don't forget to spend time with him on your own. Check out the show notes for today's scriptures and meet God there for yourself personally. Let me know how your relationship is going. Leave a comment here on my website or on social media, Instagram. And until then, peace, stay cool, and God bless. And my burden light, cast your care on me, I'll bring you into life.